Hello, and welcome back to George Bowman and Friends. Uh, every Thursday, 3pm till 5pm, after uh, the after crisis normally, because crisis is a Wednesday and this is a, this is a Thursday, and there's a couple of hungover facing, well, one hungover man in the studio. I don't, Ollie, you're not too bad, are you? Um, I've had better days. Uh, two, two pretty hungover <laughs> men in the studio, so as you well, heard... Worst days as well. Worst, yeah. Sort of like in the middle, in the middle of hungoversness. So, yeah. Ollie, hello, Empire. mate. How are you? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good man. How are you? I'm well, thanks, buddy. I'm well, thanks. I'm well, thanks. Uh, so yeah, Ollie, Ollie joins us in the studio for the fourth time this year. Fifth time. Fourth, uh, fifth. third actually. Regular, regular though, regular. Louis Tipper did not go out last night. Well done, me. Well done, you. <laughs> Lots of work this week. A few deadlines due. Life you know, is busy. Life's busy, so so not hungover. And uh, Jansen Lee, probably the worst of the bunch, with a new haircut as well. Missed last week. I did miss last second, week. Second show you've ever missed. And um, today you're, you're feeling the effects of last night. Pretty, uh, pretty run down, pretty run down. Fair enough. Tired. <laughs> Looks like we're in for a great Don't show. Don't want to speak too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was quite a good night though, boys. I thought that crisis last night. It was a good crisis. Lots Decent. of people there. Brad's yeah. birthday. Shout Brad's birthday. Brad. You said oh, he was. Is that today? Yeah, it's today. Yeah. yeah we Turned twelve. Yeah. Requesting everyone to buy him a drink. So. Uh, really. Yeah. Shout out to Brad. <laughs> did you get him one? I hate those people. I think I think I did. I think I got him a hooch. Oh, he loves a hooch. He to loves be a fair. Hooch. I don't know if they're caffeinated though, because I had like two or three of them. Uh, I hope they're not. <laughs> God, I had quite a lot of hooch. Hooch, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's the same as VK. It's just like is an it? old school VK. Oh, right. Yeah, I quite like the lemon ones. Yeah, they're quite nice. Quite, quite bitter. They're zesty. Oh, they're I don't zesty. say that at the moment. <laughs> Why? Do you not know what zesty means? No. Oh, you're right, it doesn't matter. No, explain. Oh, I would be wrong with that. Anyway. Zesty means. No, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> we're getting to sort of move on move on from Jansen Lee yeah. he's digging himself a hole over there but um, yeah apart from crisis boys how, how are things how, how's um, everyone's week been pretty good Ollie yeah not bad not bad uh, a few bits of work to do in the middle of painting uh, Tipper's dogs over here oh yeah I need to come check that out yeah you do actually <laughs> artistic direction you only have to yeah. go up, up the stairs to be fair it's not too far I've only sketched out really but you, yeah, you look good in the end um, yeah good? not too much really George we were supposed to be in Edinburgh for our, our last Bucks game of this uh, this half of the season on Wednesday but it got cancelled due to a frozen pitch and it has been cold hasn't it the last few days in Nottingham shame. have been freezing Absolutely free. It is actually zero degrees right now, so it is literally freezing. But our house has been pretty chilly as well, boys, hasn't it? They won't mm. let us put the boiler on. Yeah. Eve. Why not? Because it's too uh, expensive. The heating Nazis yeah. are. <laughs> 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 to be fair, it, I think our house, like the heating does. I, sometimes I can feel the radiator be warm, but my room is still freezing. I just think it, mm. the sort of like cold air gets in. Mm. What's your house like? Uh, it's pretty warm. We've got Barnsley who just does all the uh, thermostat stuff. So oh, he right. deals with all that. Yeah. He does all the admin. Yeah, his dad's a plumber as well, so he, he looks at the boiler when it's not working and all that. It's quite handy, actually. Quite handy. Barnsley is like a good housemate, mate. He is. Yeah. He is. He bakes does, as does well. Does the bins as well. Yeah. He always does the bins. He always, him and Brad do the bins, yeah. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. 
Fair enough. You've got you've got a winner with Barnsley. Yeah, Barnsley in the house. Then. So this week, um, we thought it appropriate to do a bit of a sort of World Cup special. Um, and when I was sort of, sort of walking down, so so next week, obviously we're going to have to have a Christmas special at some point with Christmas coming up, and me and Jam were sort of talking about that. And um, one of the things that I said I loved loved so much about Christmas was the the fact it sort of like brings everyone together. And Jansen made the very good point that um, that will be the same next Sunday, Sunday week when England win the World Cup, sort of bring the bring the country together. I don't know what you think about that, boys, but. Uh, <laughs> It's definitely on the cards. So a bit like the um a bit like the music special that we did, we're gonna have a instead of having one big overarching debate, we're gonna have a few sort of like sub debates within the the World Cup twenty twenty two in guitar. Uh just about teams, performances and stuff like that. So I think I think the first one we're gonna start with is I want everyone to give me their best player of the tournament so far. And we do need a bit, a bit of sort of diversity here because there is one man I think that everyone could go for. Bakaya Saka. Calvin Phillips. Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that was not on my mind. But we'll um, we'll start with you, Ollie. Who do you reckon? Four minutes. Who do you really reckon? The Ninja Turtle himself. Yeah, yeah, that's the man that I had in my head. Expand. Uh, Killian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe, Louis. Um, it's a tough one. I think. No, I'd probably say. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I think you're thinking of Mbappe, but I think it's someone else. Okay, go on. Then. Go on, reveal. No, no, you go. First. Don't keep it a secret. The listeners want to know. Go first. You go first. <laughs> go on, Louis. Go on, Louis. Um, mate, I. Do you know what? Harry Maguire has actually had a brilliant tournament so far. He has been very good. And as much as he is a meme. He has played really well. I'll tell, I think I'll tell he's you what. A lot I think, mm. but I think, I think what we might do is do an England and England best player. So I think sure. from this one, we do non-England best player of the World Cup so far, and then we'll do an England, England best player okay. World, of the World Cup. So, so anyone from outside of the England squad that's really impressed you, Louis? Um, okay. No, I don't. I don't think I will. Um, so there's been a couple. I think Giroud has had a brilliant tournament. Obviously, he scored a lot of goals, but I think he's he's been involved in France's play a lot more than he usually is, and obviously a great finisher. So, so he's up there for me. The other player that's really impressed me is Amrabat for Morocco. The CDM. The CDM. Mm. He was unbelievable in their in their game against Spain, and actually in the group stages as well. He covers every blade of grass on the pitch, and he is a wall to get through. Do you remember Amrabat for Watford? Not too uh, much. Jan. He's a striker, but it's his twin brother. Oh yeah. Yeah. Found that out the other day. Oh nice. Yeah. But yeah, I th- I think he's he's had a stellar tournament, so he'd be up there for me. Mm. I like it. Jan? Like it one? Uh, yeah, apart from Kylian Mbappe, who has been good, uh, I think the other winger for France, Ousmane Dembele, has been quality. He hasn't. I don't think he's scored, but he's got quite a few assists, and he, every time I watch him, he is, he is very quick, uh, very skillful, and pretty dangerous, to be honest. So that's why, like, for the England-France game, everyone keeps going on about like Carl Walker v Mbappe but I think Usman Dembele could tear up Luke Shaw mm. uh, but we will see yeah I think Luke Shaw is probably the weaker out of Kyle Walker and Luke Shaw so I think that's an interesting dynamic on that Ollie can you finally reveal <laughs> your the tension your, the, yeah the tension is built oh, the pigeon oh, is <laughs> I didn't really like him before the World Cup I thought it was a bit of a bit arrogant to be honest I think he's still a bit I think arrogant. he's still a bit arrogant but I 
sort of like he's got a bit of flair about him. What did you make of all the dancing? Against, Quite liked uh, it. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, um, I like the pigeon dance that he does with um, what's it called? Uh, the manager. Uh, R nine. R nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, he teaches him how to do it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's good to see. Roy Keane did not like the dancing. The Brazil, um, the Brazil team this year just, just got so much flair on. And they, so they kick off the round of sixteen tomorrow, don't they? At three o'clock, Croatia versus Brazil, the last round. We're definitely uh, certainly last quarter, quarter <laughs> final game. Who do you reckon out of you three has watched the most? I reckon I've probably watched probably the least. Who I've do you reckon has watched the most? I've watched quite a few games in the library. Mate, I've watched the Gress. I've watched most of the group stage games. I've watched all the knockout games. you watch all of them? All of them. Every knockout game. Start to finish? Uh, pretty much. Not not like... you probably watched not, a bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did miss some group games. Yeah. So you're, you're really the World Cup expert here. I don't know about the expert, but I've watched the first. <laughs> when I had a few bets on as well. Just made yeah. 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 Oh, I might have to say that on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Promote gambling. <laughs> Stay <laughs> safe though. That was when, the fun, when the fun stops. When the fun <laughs> that was a big topic last night at our. Um, so we had our Christmas, Chris, Christmas, Christmas dinner. Our cricket Christmas dinner last night, and some of the boys were saying that that like if you're not betting on every single World Cup game, you're doing the World Cup game wrong. Someone's yeah. won seventy quid or something, which is quite good, I think. Yeah, I finished thirty pound up, and then I just cashed out. Had a nice, bought a nice food shop, and then, <laughs> and then haven't betted since. So. I had, um, well. I had my £1 Sky free bet on the Spain-Morocco game for Spain to win on penalties and it's been oh. all game and it was going to bring back 30 quid so that was a painful one and then Busquets and then and Hakimi yeah. and then it down the middle <laughs> does and does the a penguin. penguin dance do you know why he did the penguin dance? Sergio Ramos yeah yeah, that's why. yeah that's why for, for the humble listener that is Sergio Ramos and Hakimi <laughs> celebration and Sergio Ramos not being picked for the Spain World Cup squad. Hakimi thought to, to shout him out back home and sort of troll Luis Enrique. Yeah, Who's just been released, sacked. by the way. Yeah. Well, not yeah. sacked, I think he quit. M- mutual yeah. consent or something. But that normally does mean sacked, to be fair, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so, Jan, why is Dembele being the best player in this World Cup outside of England? Uh because of his pace, because of his skills, because of his assists. What I would say because though, someone like Richarlison has scored goals. You know, he's he been has. a key in part of a he's very good Brazil team. The goal of the yeah. tournament as well, probably the best goal in the tournament. Yeah, apart from that chip by the Cameroon player. Yeah, the scoop. Yeah, over was his cool. Wasn't he offside? No, no, no. Oh, he thought he was, was he, he, he thought he was offside. That's why he did like a, oh, a weird see. scoop, and then it actually wasn't. So oh, okay. Uh, did you see the? Um, I can't, was it Gutierrez or something for Mexico? his free kick it was from like 35 yards out and he just absolutely belts it top corner I haven't seen that good free kick good goal I, I was thinking the other day like you don't see any of the like maybe I just don't watch enough football and watch too many YouTube videos of or, like awesome free kicks but you don't see <laughs> like people absolutely rattling it from like 40 yards out I feel like it used to happen people, more I think it's because the, the walls, wall defence is better yeah and people have to go for more like finesse. I think I think goalkeepers are a lot better as well. I think yeah. that's maybe why. Do you think also the the actual football is more consistent now? Yeah, maybe flies flies a bit straighter, more predictably compared to the 2010. Mm. What was it called? Talk about the Jabalani. That's it, the Jabalani. Well, this this football is supposed to be the fastest ever travelling football, isn't it? Is that right? Mm. Played in the world, not. Good knowledge. And it's got um, a chip in it. Like a, 
ball tracker on it as well. Yeah. So yeah, so I do so think... they were charging him up as well. Yeah, if he the World Cup. This World Cup has been cool. And I, li- I like the possession stat thing they've done as well, where it's like... 30% possession for England 30% for the oh. USA and then like 40% contested or whatever I know that's an unrealistic example but <laughs> I quite like the fact that they've done that as well mm. and there's there's a lot of stuff in this technology like the automatic offside stuff as well like that um, that I think has been quite cool and I know that Qatar have like, got a lot of stick probably rightly so for some of the things that they've done about this World Cup but there has been some technological advances which have been quite mm. cool in this World uh, Cup and all the um, all like the videos I've seen from like fans going over there and watching the games they've all said all like the Qatar people have been like nothing but like really kind like giving them like coffee and tea after the games when they come out just mm. for free on the street and stuff it's a bit different having coffee and tea after the games and a few few part of different yeah, but that's cultural bit. isn't it that's, yeah. that's... you mentioned the um, the technology side of things what, what are our opinions on the Japan ball over the line situation so I don't think it was yeah I think it was still on the line yeah I, I do think that camera angle where it's at the angle obviously makes it look like it's over the line you, have you seen the, the picture they've released yeah where, yeah, it's yeah. Actually where the ball is hanging over the line though, isn't it? because it, none of the ball is actually but the curvature of the ball line. counts I, 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 I get that that is in the rules but I find that a strange rule what that the whole ball has to be over the line yeah that the, the overhang has to yeah. be over the line as well because it because no yeah. part of the ball is touching the line, right? True. Yeah. None. Of, technically, no part of the ball is actually on the pitch. Yeah. It? So it feels quite strange. So you think the rule should be it's like the ball should the curvature should not count. Yeah. It, it feels to me like the ball should have to be touching the line. The only thing with that is though is that like with the whole point of the like technology and stuff is for goals. Like when a ball goes flying in top corner. Or let's say it hits the bar. Yeah, and comes yeah, back yeah. Out. If, it's, if, if it's not on the ground, yeah, then how it would can't you know? Touching. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I guess that. you couldn't you couldn't judge if it's like your goal. Or not I think it's a bit like the offside debate we had last year with VAR as well, where it's like it's too tight, it's not offside, mm. but whatever like way you use to measure that, it's still gonna be tight. You know what I mean? So you're gonna you're still gonna have examples like that. Example would obviously be over the line, but you still have examples where. It, the ball touch is only just touching by a tiny amount, yeah, you yeah. know. Mm. So I think whatever you measure it by, it's still going to be yeah. pretty tight. And with the amount of times it happens, it's not it's not common, is it? Where you get like the big. Um, no, most of the times it's just out for a throw in or something like that. Like very rarely does it lead to a goal so directly than the that. The only two I can think of is that one that's just happened with Japan, and then the Lampard one. Where yeah, the Lampard the one was different because goal line technology yeah. that would have been just yeah. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Obviously, yeah. Germany Obviously. got Germany got their karma because that was against Germany as well. Yeah. Well, not even. I don't think it was over the line, mate. Hmm? I think I don't think it was over the line. So what the Lampard one? No, no, the Japan one. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the best player of the World Cup, Ollie. Any any sort of backing up regard remarks for um, for Richarlison other than his great goal? I um, I just think he's way better for Brazil than he is in his. Club games. So he shows up on the big stage, pretty much. Yeah, he doesn't. He I doesn't never really think. Oh, he's really good when I'm watching him play for Spurs or Everton. He doesn't get consistent minutes really for Spurs, does he? No, they've he's got. The goal. No, they've got some serious strength in that mm. in that front line in the squad. So it's difficult for him. But but I think yeah, he really he really flourishes in that Brazil team. Mm. It is really interesting how he's the main man for Brazil over mm. Jesus. What is it? Nineteen goals in forty matches. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard that with the mm, the female yeah, comments? Nineteen, <laughs> nineteen goals in forty matches. If you do the math, that's the goal of the game. Yeah. <laughs> just, 
just about. <laughs> That's tough. Not That's like Michael Owen, isn't it? Yeah. But he says some pretty obvious things. Yeah, didn't he say score to win well. yeah <laughs> they don't <laughs> score enough goals and that's why they're not yeah. winning <laughs> or is that yeah when Man City don't score they, they tend not to win yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like that's unbelievable I've never seen a goal like that before I actually saw it once a couple of weeks ago and I was like what it's <laughs> that unbelievable Michael Owen a yeah, walking it, meme it is weird how yeah Brazil sort of praise Richarlison as like their main it is interesting though because he's never been he's never in his club career he's never been a main man at a top club you know like he mm. played in the, on the wing for Everton even with Calvert-Lewin up front sort of thing but he was still their main he man he was still their main man he was their main man but he didn't play as a striker whereas for Brazil he's the main man playing as a striker in, in probably the best team in the world yeah mm. so he's never had that chance like at Spurs he's never playing as the main man because Howie how Kane's there Howie Kane's there do you think he's an out and out nine for Brazil who Richardson? Richardson. What? How he plays? Yeah. How he plays? Yeah. Um, I think he lines up there, but I don't think he. I, he's not. You know, mm. he's not playing off the last defender. Yeah, but how many people? How many nines in the world play off the last defender these days? True. <sighs> the best one does. Yeah, the best one does. The best one does, but like it, it then. The other best ones don't. You know, yeah. like the school underneath him, the people underneath him don't. Mm. Yeah, I think he's more of a number nine though than like Jesus is. Like the way Jesus plays, he sort of drops yeah, in. Jesus quite a lot. is quite sort of like, like pressing forward, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does a lot of that as well. Whereas mm. Richarlison's more of a yeah genuine nine than that, I think. For Brazil, mm. he doesn't do it for Spain. Mm. But I think that's a pretty good shout, Ollie. Uh, Louis, back Am- your choice. Amrabat. Yeah, yeah, mate, impenetrable. You know, he's he's put in some unbelievable performances both in the group stage and in the first of the knockout matches, and uh, and I think he's. Yeah, he's really the glue that's holding that Morocco team together. I mean, he the amount of stamina this guy has is just ridiculous. Against against Spain, he was literally everywhere for 120 minutes. Mm. I mean, he he just didn't stop running for the whole time and and they need that because because of the way they play, the way they counterattack. They need players that can that can hold them up in defense and and keep out these these really attacking possessive teams. So, you know, he's been he's been probably the guy that's done that best for them and, and I think that they're they're the shock of the tournament so far so I think mm. you know you've got to give give credit where it's due there it's a good shout Can I, I give do really season? like the stats I do really like the shout because it is a bit out there as well like a Moroccan player but they have been probably the mm. feel good story of the tournament knocking Spain out who I had down as getting through to the final potentially really? yeah no, no. potentially I thought they would play France or England in the semi-finals yeah. at, at the least can I give another CDM Another one, yeah. Uh, the Endo for Japan. I know they're now out, but he was um, he was quality, sort of like Amrabat. Yeah, yeah, he was everywhere. Machine in the middle. I think he's been very good. Overlooked as well. I haven't heard anyone talk, speak about him, but I think he was quality. Um, so yeah, I like it. What do you so reckon what about to about the brand new guy for Portugal who replaced Ronaldo and got Oh Ramos? Only yeah. play one game though, to be fair, but already better than Ronaldo. Yeah, uh, Alejandro Martinez. Oh. Yeah. he's had a bad week to be fair his favourite player in the world's getting dropped for his his country as well as sort of leaving Manchester United to go to Saudi Arabia wherever he's going and then Spain got knocked out which was even yeah. better yeah it wasn't ideal in the, uh, in the lounge <laughs> when that happened <laughs> friend of the show Alex hope he's listening do you see so. that um, speed went to watch Portugal and Ronaldo got dropped yeah, yeah <laughs> so, so funny I th- like 
Ronaldo's a really interesting one because obviously he is one of the best players ever. But, like, he's obviously got a massive ego. But I'm just like, just age gracefully. You know, just accept you're not as good as you were. And just sort of take it and play at a lower level and, mm. and not cause up a fuss. Just be like a good pro. Because mm. it is tarnishing his legacy a little bit, I think. Do you think? Yeah. A little bit. All these stories that he's going to sort of like walk out of the Portuguese squad. Like, surely you just like, you're happy your country's doing well and a I've, young player's coming I through. Think, I think the media does paint him in a bad light though. Because like, have you seen um, on like all the platforms and stuff? They post the picture of him like sulking on the bench after like the the second goal or something. Yeah, and, and that wasn't true. And like the commentators, like Gary Neville, after the game were like, "Who's been slating Ronaldo as well?" He was like, "No, in Ronaldo's defence, he wasn't sulking. He was." It all just comes from jealousy. I think. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's been that way for Portugal. I think that comment is fair if you're talking about Man United yeah. because he has been a bit of a mm. child there. But in um, Portugal, mm. he's he's you know he's been dropped, but he's. He's still pleased that they're. I mean, you you you've got to see in the press all the stuff he's saying about if if Portugal win the World Cup and he doesn't score a goal. Yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't care. Yeah, he just wants Portugal to win, and I I do believe that. I think if Portugal win the World Cup, I think he might retire. I think he said that he'd retire. He said if he scored the winner in the final. Oh, he is would that what it was? Yeah, from international. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. I think total football. Yeah, everything. Someone retired from international football the other day. Uh, Tony. No, no, Eden Hazard. Yeah, in Hazard. Yeah, because obviously Belgium were another team. I didn't realise he was only thirty-one. Yeah, he was well. so good at Chelsea, but he's just fallen off a cliff, hasn't he? To be in- injuries didn't help. But I, I, like, I had a for some reason in my head, I thought he went to um, Real Madrid when he was like thirty-one, and he'd now like be like 33, 34. No, he went to he was Real Madrid prime. in like, his prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it was those injuries that, as a Chelsea fan, Louis, is that, is that a sad thing to see? The what? decline of Eden Hazard, or is it quite funny that he left you and it's rubbish now? No, it's sad to see because I mean he is a Chelsea legend. He was unbelievable for us, one of the best players I've ever seen in a Chelsea shirt in his prime. Hmm. Um, and yeah, no, it's sad to see that it that his his career went down the pot because of injuries. You know, you never like to see that to a player, and especially one that was so good for your club. Mm. It's sad. It yeah, is sad. It's sad. Right, boys, let's wrap up this section. Who, who's who been the best player out of the people that we've mentioned at the World Cup so far? I really like Amrabat because I think it's a bit out there. Morocco have done really well. It'd be interesting to see how far they can go. I can see them beating Portugal. You yeah, know, the, I don't the other thing out, is about Morocco is that their fans fill out the stadium. Mm. So their last fixture was basically Actually. a home game. So it's gonna be they're going to be really difficult to beat in yeah. any of these knockout games. Yeah, no, for sure. It's a really good point, though. It's a really good point. Thanks, Beast. They are yeah, all this see the thing about... <laughs> where the stadiums actually look uh, look sort of empty, even though it's just the shakes in their big white robes. Yeah. yeah. And all the seats are obviously white, so it just looks like they're empty, but there are people actually there. It's when um when they actually played, Saudi Arabia actually played, Qatar actually played, mm. They it looked empty because everyone was in white, but it was just because everyone was in white. But it looked absolutely empty, but it was quite cool. Ollie? Are you willing to concede to anyone, or, or do you do you still think Rich, Richarlison has been the best player of the tournament so far? Yeah, I'll stick to my guns. Stick to your guns, fair. Can I give a shout as to who I think Alex would say? I'm not entirely sure. I yeah. think Alex Ronaldo. would say Casemiro has been uh, the player of the tournament. Yeah, but Alex is just whether or not we agree with him is another story. <laughs> I very rarely agree with the football opinion that comes from Alex. <laughs> to be fair, but um... can we just caveat this whole section with? Mbappe has been the best player. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna right. say that. 
I think object, yeah, but that is the boring answer, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But but I, we just need to make it clear that, like, we, above yeah. all of these players that we're saying, we did sort of, yeah, yeah. And obviously, we can't give English players, or it would be Mbappe and Harry Maguire, sort of. Well, we'll talk about Harry Maguire in the next section, mate. But yeah, I do probably agree that Mbappe objectively has been the best player in the tournament and probably is the best player in the world right now. But we were trying to think of some, like, people that weren't the obvious choices. Dark yeah. horses. Yeah. I haven't watched them. Um, much of the Brazil games, actually, even though Richarlison was my choice. But uh, what about Neymar? What's he been like? Injured, he's, mate. Yeah, he missed. He's, he missed he's played the last game. Yeah, he's played two out of four. He's but I don't think you good. can probably say that he's the best player of the World Cup if he's only played half the games. Very true. And he's not been. He's not been that good. The Holland strikers played well. Yeah, the new guy. Oh, Gakpo. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a really good shout. Uh, when I when I've watched him, I would like he has scored three out of four games, hasn't he? But I would say that when I've watched him, he does go missing in the games for long periods of time. But so does Haaland, mate. He does. Yeah, but then Haaland will score a hat-trick. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Kane's been that good this one, I'll be honest. I don't think it's been amazing. I think that's harsh. I think he's been quite good. I think he plays a very different role for England than what he does for Tottenham. Hmm. I would say, yeah. In what way? I think he drops very deep for England. He He drops really deep for Spurs. Yeah, he does, but like Spurs' formation and stuff means that He's able to also get in the box after doing that. I think. I think with the difference. With, I think it's the difference yeah. with the wingers because with with Spurs he like drops in and will find Son mostly, and like Son will make the run in behind. When with England he drops in, gets on the ball, and Saka and whoever it is, Foden or Sterling will stand like on on the sides. Do you know what I mean? Like they stay wider. Wide. They don't. Yeah, they're not inside forwards. Run in as all much. the time. Yeah. Sterling a little bit more, um, but yeah, Foden and Saka definitely don't. Like I think, running behind a lot. I think there's also there's a there's a case that there's so much talent in the English team, especially in the forward lines, that there's not there's not as much emphasis on him being the main man for England as there there is at Spurs. So, you know, you can say that he's not in the box enough, but actually there's enough players in that England team to score goals that, that he can drop deep and do, do different things. And to be fair, like when he got the chance in the last game, like there was I thought I thought he'd messed it up. I thought his touch before the shot was rubbish, and then he absolutely rifled that ball. Mm. Probably one of the cleanest strikes I've ever seen. Like it's just when he got a chance, he scored. You yeah, know, he hit it true. Hard. And that's probably one of his first chances to the tournament. Mm. I can't remember him missing a like really glaringly obvious chance. Mm. He's also been really creative as well, which I think gets gets put under the radar he's a an, little bit. I think it. I think he's an underrated technical footballer like his technical ability not just goal scoring is unbelievable okay? yeah. so yeah I'd probably say that I'd probably agree with you Louis but um, I always just think he's a bit clunky and, and slow when I watch him like he's obviously got a short he's slow he's, he's slow he is slow no pizzazz <laughs> he's not like watching the Brazil squad he's not like watching yeah, ne- the, the like Neymar or the Mbappe player no or Messi to be fair I mean Messi's been pretty good this tournament as well yeah we haven't even mentioned him yeah you know, which is just sad. like standard but he was I think probably who did they play in the last game um, USA, USA. Yeah. yeah I think that was probably the best individual performance of the World Cup so far yeah Messi's performance yeah or Ramos's yeah. hat trick could be argued but yeah yeah but Messi almost like carried that because Argentina looked poor for the first sort of 20 mm. minutes until he scored that goal yeah. and that goal was unbelievable so we are saying that Mbappe is the best player Mbappe is the best player but out of the ones we've mentioned yeah. are you willing to concede Richarlison or, uh, or Amrabat Amrabat I don't mind either of them Yeah, 
But Mbappe is the answer. But yeah. Mbappe's the answer. <laughs> but other, yeah, Richarlison has been good, although he's a Spurs player. Who would you have out of those two? What? Out of Amrabat and Richarlison? Probably Amrabat, because I won't go with the Spurs yeah, player. Amrabat. Amrabat. Amrabat's our niche. <laughs> he what? Yeah, Amrabat would have low wages for Leeds. <laughs> Do you want to, first song, we'll go to a song break and then go to the next <laughs> next section of the show. Um, Ollie, do you want to recommend a song? Um. <laughs> do you? Uh, I do, but I just can't think of one off the top of my head. You can have a think, mate. Someone else can do this one, and then you can, we can come back for you for the next one if you want. Can I have a shout? Go on, then. All right. Can I? Uh, can we have Scientist? By Coldplay. By Coldplay. Oh, wow. It's a bit somber, but I actually quite. It's like also Sorry, pretty long, that. mate. Is it? No, oh. It's five minutes, but you know we'll do it. Well, I did. I did have one, but we'll go. We'll come to you next, mate. We'll come to you next. Don't worry. So here is "Scientist" by Cobb. It's actually a very good song, but yeah, bit bit downbeat. It is a little bit. Yeah, we'll pick it up in the next section of the show. <laughs> you do right. Do you want to? Do you want to go? Uh, this is "Scientist" by Coldplay. Just guessing I 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Um, thanks very much, Louis, for our very own eye. Then he was actually singing along for, for, throughout that song, and did at one point ask me to turn his mic on so he could have a little sort of like karaoke to oh, to scientists by Coldplay. But um, that actually annoys me on the on the normal radio when the radio presenters sing along to the end of yeah, the song. Yeah, Chris Evans does that. Quite that annoys often. me. It's quite annoying. I think that's quite amateur. You <laughs> <laughs> let Chris Evans know that mate, he's getting paid. Supposed to this, which is with his seven, with his seven Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, with his sort of Ferrari collection. <laughs> right, that was so. Amrabat was our sort of like niche-ish World Cup player of the tournament so far. Uh, Mbappe is obviously the World Cup player of the tournament so far. But what we really care about is England and England's World Cup player of the tournament so far so we've had a few shouts already sort of like thrown around the studio Louis mentioned Maguire early doors but I want to hear our definite who we're going to argue for and I want it all to be different who we're going to argue for for England's World Cup player of the tournament Jansen I will go for probably the most obvious shout in Jude Bellingham Jude Bellingham Louis we haven't mentioned yet yeah I, I wanted Jude Bellingham as well but I will stick with Harry Maguire Ollie I thought you were going to say Mason Mount man <laughs> What, who, who am I picking for England? Yeah, England's <laughs> best player of the World Cup so far. Not Bellingham or... Uh, apart from Calvin Phillips. Not Calvin Phillips, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that's offside. Saka then. Saka. I'll go John Stones then, boys. And I'll get involved in the debate. Cause I like John Stones. John Stones is the best looking man in the, in the World Cup. <laughs> we should have done that as a category. John Stones is a good looking man. Right, Jam, why has Jude Bellingham been the best player for England in this World Cup so far? <laughs> <laughs> um, he is 19 years old. He's quality. That, yeah, but 19 years old doesn't make him. Doesn't mean. I think it does play a factor. Nah, mate. I think. I think it does play a factor. He's been quality. It's good, it, mate. It's, it makes him more impressive, but it doesn't mean that that makes him better. Okay, it doesn't make him better, but I think it's. You know what I mean, it holds a lot of value, uh, even in this conversation and debate. But Jude Bellingham, he scored a goal. Um, he's been creative on the ball as a midfielder. I think. Um, in the past like decade or so like the sort of old midfielders that could do everything sort of like the Roy Keane Patrick Vieira where they're very good like they can go forward and, and create and produce um, but also they can they run everywhere and they can tackle they can get about um, I think those kind of midfielders are sort of fading out of the game and I do think dying breed a dying breed yeah because it's more becoming like right the CDM or the centre attacking, attacking mid yeah or like the box to box box to box a little like bit right on the ball yeah exactly or like can't defend yeah, yeah or can't defend but I think Drew Bellingham has a bit of everything he's very skillful um, he, he, yeah he's very good on the ball comfortable he can defend as well and he works hard. I don't. Um, I can't really argue with any of that. I don't know if you boys can argue with any of that. What I would say is I don't know if he gets overhyped because of his age, which you brought up. Potentially, I think as well the fact that his shirt number was retired at Birmingham, maybe at the age of what was he seventeen, 16, yeah, 16, 16 17, 17 is a little bit. I don't know. Like Presump- right presumption. But that, that's not that's not against him either. No, because that was against, Birmingham. Yeah. So he's got a in this World Cup, he's been unbelievable. I admit that, but I don't know whether because he's so young. He's getting some extra hype because of that. Yeah, I think I think every player gets that though, don't they? Like the Pedri, yeah, Gavi. But we're talking about the best player. The German in guy who's right eighteen. Uh, oh yeah, Musiala. Yeah, yeah. who's actually English. But as I well, think if but... you just look on age aside, if you just look at his performances in the World Cup, he has been he's that been player quiet. for England. Yeah, I, I think he. Uh, apart from that, yeah, you can go. You can go John Stones and Maguire and 
and these but yeah Saka's a very good shout to be fair he's says the Arsenal fan by the way it says um, the Arsenal fan but I do think Jubelium has been different for us compared to like even like the Euros we're very a five at the back with like Rice and um, who was it a Rice we didn't, and Phillips I, I do boring. think this is a misconception we played five at the back in two games in the Euros and you can search yeah, that up true. if you want true yeah. and I really hope he doesn't go five at the back in France but anyway we're coming on to that Louis why Maguire why Maguire over John Stones um well, I think Maguire's had more to prove than John Stones. I think Maguire was in a really tricky spot going into this world. Ag- agreed, agreed, but that doesn't make him better. Well, well let me finish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I think I think that's why it makes Maguire's performances more impressive. I think mm. I think he was getting hammered in the press. Obviously, not starting anymore for Man U. He he hadn't been playing regular football, so he was in a really tough spot. Because he'd been rubbish, by the way. Just caveat that. Look, he, he hadn't been great. But I think, <laughs> I think to be fair, what he what he was, um, his performances weren't really correlating to what was being said in the media. Yes, he wasn't great, but he wasn't as bad as he was being made out to be. I think he was a bit of a victim of Manchester United as a club and as a team performing poorly. So, so look, I think, um, yeah, he wasn't great, but but all of that stuff was a bit harsh on him. And he's coming into an England team who who had struggled in the Nations League, but obviously, you know, it's a it's a competition that people don't really care about. So so we can't take too much from that. And and he's played unbelievably well in this World Cup so far. He's been really difficult to beat. He's made- <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> um, thanks very much, Louis, for our very own eye. Then he was actually singing along for, 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 throughout that song, and did at one point ask me to turn his mic on so he could have a little sort of like karaoke to. Oh, to scientists by Coldplay, but um, that actually annoys me on the on the normal radio when the radio presenters sing along to the end of yeah, the song. Yeah, Chris Evans does that. Quite that annoys often. me. It's quite annoying. I think that's quite amateur. You <laughs> <laughs> let Chris Evans know that mate, he's getting paid. <laughs> like supposed to this, which is with his seven, with his seven Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, with his sort of Ferrari collection. <laughs> right, that was so. Amrabat was our sort of like niche-ish. World Cup player of the tournament so far. Uh, Mbappe is obviously the World Cup player of the tournament so far. But what we really care about is England and England's World Cup player of the tournament so far. So we've had a few shouts already, sort of like thrown around the studio. Louis mentioned Maguire early doors. But I want to hear our definite, who we're going to argue for. And I want it all to be different. Who are we going to argue for for England's World Cup player of the tournament? Jansen. I will go for probably the most obvious shout in Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. Louis. We haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, I, I wanted Jude Bellingham as well, but I will stick with Harry Maguire. Ollie, I thought you were going to say Mason Mount, man. <laughs> what, who, who am I picking for England? Yeah, England's <laughs> best player of the World Cup so far. Not Bellingham or... Uh, apart from Calvin Phillips. Not Calvin Phillips, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's offside. Saka then. Saka. Two goals then. I'll go John Stones then, boys, and I'll get involved in the debate because I like John Stones. He's good looking. John Stones is the best looking man in the in the World Cup. <laughs> we should have done that as a category. John Stones is a good looking man. Right, Jam. Why has Jude Bellingham been the best player for England in this World Cup? So <laughs> <laughs> um, he is 19 years old. He's quality. That, yeah, but 19 years old doesn't make him. Doesn't mean. That's I think not it does play a factor. Nah, mate. I think I think it does play a factor. He's been quality. It's good, it, mate. It's, it makes him more impressive, but it doesn't mean that that makes him better. No, okay, it doesn't make him better, but I think it's. You know what I mean, it holds a lot of value, uh, even in this conversation and debate. But Jubelium, he scored a goal. Um, he's been creative on the ball, 
as a midfielder, I think um, in the past like decade or so, like the sort of old midfielders that could do everything, sort of like the Roy Keane, Patrick Vieira, where they're very good, like they can go forward and and create and produce, um, but also they can they run everywhere and they can tackle and get about. Um, I think those kind of midfielders are sort of fading out of the game. And I do think... Dying breed. A dying breed, yeah. Because it's more becoming like, right, the CDM or the centre attacking, attacking mid. Yeah. Or like the box-to-box. Box-to-box a little bit. Right on the ball. Yeah, exactly. Or like can't defend. Yeah, yeah, or can't defend. But I think Jude Bellingham has a bit of everything. He's very skillful. Um, he, he, yeah, he's very good on the ball. Comfortable. He can defend as well. And he works hard. I don't. Um, I can't really argue with any of that. I don't know if you boys can argue with any of that. What I would say is I don't know if he gets overhyped because of his age, which you brought up. Potentially, I think as well the fact that his shirt number was retired at Birmingham, maybe at the age of what was he seventeen, 16, yeah, 16, 16, 17, 16. is a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, presum- right presumption. But that, that's not that's not against him either. No, because that was Birmingham. Yeah. So he's got a in this World also. Cup. He's been unbelievable. I admit that. But I don't know whether because he's so young. He's getting some extra hype because of that. Yeah, I think I think every player gets that though, don't they? Like the Pedri, yeah, Gavi. But we're talking about the best player. The German guy who's right eighteen. Uh, oh yeah, Musiala. Yeah, yeah. who's actually English. But as I well, think if but... you just look on age aside, if you just look at his performances in the World Cup, he has been he's that been quite... player for England. Yeah, I, I think he. Uh, apart from that, yeah, you can go. You can go John Stones and Maguire and. And these, but yeah, Saka's a very good shout. To be fair, he says the Arsenal fan. By the way, it says the um, Arsenal fan. But I do think Jubelium has been different for us compared to like even like the Euros. We're very a five at the back with like Rice and um, who was it? A Rice we didn't, and Phillips. I, I, I do boring. think this is a misconception. We played five at the back in two games in the Euros. And you can search yeah, that up true. if you want. True. Yeah. And I really hope he doesn't go five at the back in France. But anyway, we're coming on to that. Louis, why Maguire? Why Maguire over John Stones? Um. Well, I think Maguire's had more to prove than John Stones. I think Maguire was in a really tricky spot going into this World Ag- Cup. Agreed, agreed, but that doesn't make him better. Well, well let me finish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I think I think that's why it makes Maguire's performances more impressive. I think mm. I think he was getting hammered in the press. Obviously, not starting anymore for Man U. He he hadn't been playing regular football, so he was in a really tough spot. Because he'd been rubbish, by the way. Just caveat that. Look, he hadn't been great. But I think, <laughs> I think to be fair, what he what he was, um, his performances weren't really correlating to what was being said in the media. Yes, he wasn't great, but he wasn't as bad as he was being made out to be. I think he was a bit of a victim of Manchester United as a club and as a team performing poorly. So, so look, I think, um, yeah, he wasn't great, but but all of that stuff was a bit harsh on him. And he's coming into an England team who who had struggled in the Nations League, but obviously, you know, it's a it's a competition that people don't really care about. So so we can't take too much from that. And and he's played unbelievably well in this World Cup so far. He's been really difficult to beat. He's made plenty of tackles. He's organised that back four really well. And I think he's answered a lot of cr- critics in this World Cup. Mm. I tend to agree with you. What so what I would say is that I think against USA he was probably our man of the match he won absolutely everything in the air he was unbelievable that game I think it was seven corners they had and he headed five of out of seven corners and he's always a threat from our corners as well like he's hit the bar a couple of times I think he's played very well in this World Cup and before the tournament I was saying he probably shouldn't start and you know Gareth Southgate was always going to start him and I've eaten humble pie a little bit because he has been very very good but I do think again it goes back to like my, my point about Bellingham is that 
yet he's been unbelievable and I do think he's been unbelievable but I think he's been slightly overhyped because of his age I think Maguire's been unbelievable but I think he's been slightly overhyped because of the fact he was so bad coming into the World Cup and I think with Stones you know who I'm going to go for he's not really young he's played for England for a long while he plays in one of the best teams in the world he's actually been playing quite well this season and therefore all these reasons like we just expect him to play well and it sort of goes against the fact how well he's actually played because his distribution from the back has been unbelievable this tournament as well. Like, and that is something that goes for John Stones, mm. I think, as a ball-playing centre-half. Whereas Maguire going into midfield, like he lost the ball quite a lot of times in the last game. He did, yeah. I, th- I think that's, that is a good point. You know, John, John Stones does fly under the radar a bit at the moment. But, but I think Harry Maguire offers something a little bit different to John Stones. He gives you more aggression. He's more of an old-school centre-back than John Stones, as well as being able to play the ball. And I think I think that is a bit of a lost art as a, as a defender. And yeah, he's in Harry Maguire. You see the absolute passion that you want to see for, as an England fan. In the I England think team. you see that from Stones as well, though. To be fair, Go and Judy Stones yeah. after the game, mate. He's, he's there. He's like that, you know. And he still looks good doing it. <laughs> he still By the way, on, on the on, on the, the radio, radio, I've just done sort of like clenched fists, sort of like screaming <laughs> at the ground. That's a classic John Stones move, you know. Maguire actually very like he's done a very couple of very good interviews, but so Stones, you know, like he obviously shows passion. He's a bit of a leader in the squad from all accounts, you know, very popular within the group. Um, and I just think I'll tell you, I can, I'll pose this question to you, to right like right now, Louis. I'll do it right now. Um, <laughs> if there was there was news that a player got injured from the England camp tomorrow, couldn't get couldn't play against France. If it was. Harry Maguire or John Stones, who would you most... So, if that news came out, who would you least like it to be out of those two? Hmm. There is an answer. That's a good, that's a good question, George. Um, I would say you'd least like it to be John Stones. Yeah, I, I, think. I think that's probably fair. Hmm. I think John Stones is more important to England than Maguire. I think it be, has been more important but, in this World Cup than Maguire. Like you were saying before, that doesn't mean that he's necessarily performed better than Maguire. No, I, 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 but, I do agree with that as well, but I think he has as well. And mm. I think that goes into it. I just think Maguire, the difference in Maguire's performances have been so big mm. that he's getting a lot more credit than John Stones. But I think John Stones has still done his job incredibly well. Yeah. I think Luke Shaw's also been very good. I know we haven't mentioned him, but I think yeah, I haven't Luke seen Shaw, him play badly. Um, for England, he plays a lot better than he does for Man United. The other thing that, that comes into that decision, George, is that we haven't got a centre-back that's quite like John Stones in terms of playing the ball out from the back. John Stones is very good with his feet, but if, if um, Maguire gets injured, you know, we can rectify that. We've got Connor Cody to come in. Um, we did have Ben White to come in. Eric Dyer would probably come Eric in. Eric Dyer, yeah. this is what I'm mm. talking about. So... Ben White's gone home, so we haven't got that other that other player that's really good with his feet. I mean, Connor Cody and Eric Dyer offer similar similar attributes to what Maguire does. They're aggressive, they're proper centre backs. But John Stones is that sort of gazelle centre back, that ball playing centre back. We haven't really got a replacement for him in that aspect. I love the gazelle reference, the yeah. buffalo and the gazelle. That's, that's, that's the, yeah, just shout them out. But but do you see what I mean there? I do see what you mean. I do see what you mean. I think Maguire's been very good. I think it's a very good suggestion, um, Ollie. Saka, yeah, why Saka over the other, right over what who we've said, and also over the other sort of wingers that have played in the tournament so far. Uh, I mean, my technical knowledge of football isn't the isn't the best. As a fan, mate, that's all that matters. Fan, You're a fan. You watch the game. Like you support England. It's like watching him play. He's he's produced the goods, a few goals. 
He is the he top really goal scorer. He's always got a smile on his face when he's playing. Yeah, all the England camp. He's happy to be there, really. He, he did come across very well in that Arsenal All or Nothing. Very good show. Um, yeah, and way. he's a really smart lad as well. Mm. Nice boy. But, yeah, it goes back to my point that being a cute person doesn't make, mean, mean he's been the best player for, for England in this World Cup. Yeah, that's valid. Well, Mbappe's also cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid as well. Like You can't argue with that. I think Saka... not causation. I do think Saka's probably been the best winger we've had in this World Cup so far. Yeah, people will argue it's Marcus Rashford. Um, he's played one game, mate. Yeah, so I don't, I don't agree with them. But uh, he has scored three goals, to be fair. But so is Saka. Yeah, he has. And I think his finish was overlooked for the uh, the one that he sort of like chips over the yeah, keeper. Yeah, that's a good finish. It's actually a very good finish, but yeah. He's been our best... I think he's probably been our best forward player. I think he's probably been better than Kane. He's been better than Foden. He's been better than Grealish. He's been better than Mount. Mount was rubbish. Yeah, Mount, Especially against the USA. Is rubbish. I don't think that's true at all. Ooh. You don't think he played well against you? I don't think Mount has been rubbish this competition. I, I think he played well first game. Harsh. I think he played very well first game. Yeah. I think second game, he was poor. I just I disagree that he even in played well first game. In what sense was he poor? Game. Mate, he just gave the ball away every time he got <laughs> That's it. That's not true. Tactically that isn't true. What? Ma- Mount, Mount gave the ball away a considerable amount against USA. And also, he didn't play any passes forward. I, I, I don't think that's true. I think we really struggled playing the ball out from the back. So I don't think he was that involved against the USA. But I think it's harsh to say that he was rubbish. I think missing, I think, would be the word Mount has been this tournament. Part, obviously, he's Mate, I really like game. Mount. I, and I think a lot of the stick he gets is unwarranted. And I think he gets a lot of stick because I, I he would have been, he was in my team before the World Cup because I think he works hard and he, and he is creative. And I think he offers more as an all-round player than even Foden as a 10. But I think in the USA game, he was poor. And I think what what I would say is that in the 90th minute, he sprinted and pressed the right back and then the keeper and then the left back. And I was like, fair, like that's 90 minutes. You're still putting in that work, work ethic. But I don't think that meant, but like, I don't think anyone can say that he played well that game. But, but I don't think you can say any of the England team played particularly well that game. Uh, I was going to say, I think John Stones was actually pretty poor in that game. I think he's been quality Clean elsewhere. Sheet, mate. I watched it. I watched him for like five minutes, just John Stones, and he literally gave the ball away like 10 times in a row trying to pass it out we struggled in that game we struggled in that game against Jordan Henderson came on like rogue shout Jordan Henderson England's player of the tournament uh, he hasn't played enough I think it's interesting boys though this discussion because I think Ollie's right that Saka's our best forward player this tournament Bellingham's been our best midfielder and then you've got Stones sort of Stones and Maguire who, who have both played very well at, like in all, in all the games and our defence has been pretty good we've kept clean, like three clean sheets yeah and uh, I hate to say it but Pickford has been pretty decent as yeah well. Pickford made an unbelievable oh, save against, against yeah. yeah to keep us in the game yeah against Senegal he does still look shaky though when he gets the ball sometimes and he gets pressed I oh know. yeah I don't, I'm not, I, do, I don't have confidence in the man but he's no. played quite well <laughs> so boys so I think we've been penalties yeah, I do. To be I fair, well. I do. To be fair, I don't know whether, like before the tournament again, I was saying that Ramsdale should play. Yeah, agreed. Just the only thing that worries me about penalties is he is quite short. Yes, for a goal. Yeah, for a goal. I don't think that matters as much in penalties as it does from like corners and stuff. No, but but in terms of his reach, you know, if if, if you put it in the corner against Pickford, it's going in. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think if you look at that France team, I mean, there's a couple of certs they're just going to score. Like Mbappe scoring a penalty. You okay. say that, but then I you no, think Mbappe be- you think- lost them the, the World Cup last time on penalties. They won. 
Euros, man. Euros. Um, but yeah, you say that, but then Busquets for Spain when he stepped up, I thought, well, this is a dead cert pen, and he. They yeah, of course, of course. But then I, I'd say for England, there's a couple like I think Kane will score. Yeah, I think he's the best penalty taker in world football. No, have you seen Harry Maguire take one, mate? Well, yeah, okay, apart from Harry Maguire. <laughs> Ronaldo <laughs> hits him nice. He does, yeah, but I, I don't know. Harry Kane, I've never seen Harry Kane miss one. Ivan Tony, Yeah, also very good. Or Maitland-Niles, who's also a cool Maitland-Niles is strong. He's so up. good, mate. Yeah, so anyway, good. this is a different debate George, for a I different thought Jorginho was the undisputed goat. Oh, no, because he missed a couple, didn't he? He missed, that. He missed in the Euros final, didn't he? As soon as he, he missed one. Against Pickford. Against Pickford. Really? We still lost, but you know. Yeah, yeah we did. Gave us a glimpse. Gave um, us a glimpse, and then that was one of those depressing walk homes after a night out I've ever had. Mm. But, um, boys, we're wrapping up this section. Is there anyone willing to concede? Who's yeah, I, th- I think Jude Bellingham has been better than Harry Maguire. Ollie? Yeah, I concede that as well. I, I'd say that Jude Bellingham's been England's best player this World Cup, so there we go. I think, uh, going Bellingham. back to your thing with uh, Stones and Maguire, just quickly, if it came out tomorrow news that one of the England players had been is injured and can't play any more games... I think if it was Bellingham, it would be the most shocking for us. People argue it's Harry Kane, but I think Bellingham is the most like, oh no, that's bad. Probably, probably agree. Probably agree. I think for me, it would be Declan Rice because I don't think we've got anyone else that can do that job. Calvin? No, not as good. And he plays it in a different way. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah. Because I think we can replace centre-backs. I think we could replace like Bellingham's mid... Like he's played like Mount the last few games. He's played in that role. Oh, it's harsh to compare him to Mount. That's very harsh. Mate, I think Mount on his day can be a good player. But I think if we lost Rice, we've lost a whole midfielder. And we don't have anyone anywhere near as good. Ollie, have you thought of your song? Uh, I actually had it. Yeah, you, had you're, it I've, and I've got um, it queued, mate. Yeah, yeah, you can take it away then. Surprise, give it a surprise. <laughs> give it a surprise. Well, this is Ollie's song. It's a nice surprise. <laughs> a few words after. So a few words after I like it. It's actually a live version of this song, so I've never heard it. I hope you hope you enjoy it.
Jerry Cinnamon, but a live version. You said you weren't a massive fan of it. Yeah, nothing beats the actual re- uh, studio recording. Yeah, studio recording. Yeah. Just be- I just think it's better quality. Like, I- I'd never listen to a live version over a studio. No, it is cool going to live yeah, gigs, but you'd never in person. I reckon it's good, but on the actual. Yeah, when you hear it back, it's like this yeah. is just not as good as the uh, proper version. That is very true. That hence why they do studio recorded versions. It makes sense. Right, boys, to finish off, we're going to talk about the England-France game and then some overall sort of World Cup predictions and then wrap it up for the day. So England-France. Ollie, you mentioned a very interesting point about a sort of strategy England have in place. Yeah, I just read on the Independent that they have like an anti-Mbappe strategy. It's been in, in the works for two years. And they're going to put an attacking player on him to try and exploit his limited... Defensive limitations. But I don't know who you would pick for that. That's that's the question I throw to the panel. Yeah, we were sort of trying to come up with someone in the break. But so, so they're going to put an attacking player on him to what? To play right back, I guess. I don't know. Right. Okay. Problem is having yeah, an attacking player defending in back. Yeah. Sounds like trouble. Maybe it's yeah. just clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like it potentially was. And also, what, it is you, the independent, which is. A, yeah, you put an attacking player on Mbappe to what beat him in your own half, and then you come up against the fullback. I do understand that's what Guardiola does sometimes, doesn't he? He Maybe plays really attacking, play really high wide. Potentially, oh, but if if that's what we're going to yeah. do when we're we're on the ball, that worries me that we're going to set up with a back five. 
and then yeah. play someone like Saka at wing back. I just think I just think, and I said this in the break, and I think you agreed, Louis. I don't know if you agree with this as well, Jan and Ollie. But um, Kyle Walker is the best right back in the world. I would say to combat Mbappe. He's quick. He's strong. He's powerful. I think if you were to pick a right back to play against Kylian Mbappe in the world. I would pick Kyle Walker. So I can't see why we should go away from our four at the back that's been working mm. with Kyle Walker playing right back. Mm. I think Reese James would, would deal with them quite well as well, to be fair. Not as well not as, as Not as fast as Walker, but if stronger. Pretty um, quick as well, Reece Pretty James. quick, yeah. Um, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Wambasaka, actually. Do you remember in the... He's uh, like clamps. Yeah, he pocketed Mbappe the entire game. Um, he was very good against him. Yeah, I, I do agree with George. I think if you're picking a defender to, to play against Mbappe, it would be Kyle Walker. Yeah, it's not going to be Trippier, is it? No. And I, you know, if, if I was Southgate, I'd, I'd say do what Ander Herrera did to Eden Hazard a few years back in the Premier League when Manchester United played Chelsea and just man-mark him all game. Wherever he goes, you follow because you are the only one in that back four that can cope with him. Agreed. John Stone's the GOAT. John Stones cannot cope with Mbappe. No way. I, I'm wondering if like they won't do this. I don't think. But like I would swap Mbappe to the other wing. Yeah, and play him against Luke Shaw. Yeah. But the problem the problem is Mbappe scores his goal by cutting it on the right foot. Yeah, I know. And I think that nullifies that. So I wouldn't mind if they did that. Mm. Yeah, but he, I mean, he just get back get to the byline and pull it back for someone else. They've got a lot of players in that France front line. Yeah, but I think so. So when we were we were talking about this the other day. And I was like, I think the England back four was actually like set up quite nicely to deal with France. So I think if you played Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, you've got Walker, Stones, like two Man City players, play together quite nicely. And they're on the side of Mbappe if he does play on the left. I think Walker marks in, like Mbappe. And then if he did get past him, Stones is a better option than Maguire to sort of cover that. And I think Maguire is one of the best defenders in the world to deal with Giroud. You know, Buffalo versus Buffalo kind of thing. <laughs> and Luke Shaw against Dembele is a worry, to be fair. Uh, my prediction for the game, I think both teams will score. Um, but I do think Usman Dembele is going to rip Luke Shaw apart and cross the ball into Giroud. He's going to score. It's a little, yeah, I little think, prediction. I think, I think it's going to France. Do they you think? Really? Right. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it will go extra time pens, if I'm honest. I, don't know why. I think this can be loads I of goals. I think they're too far. I think two all, I reckon. I think England 3-2. Oh, that would be good. Mason Mount, come on, score the win. I think England 3-2, and I think it will be 3-2. I think it will be 2-2 until late, and then we'll nick a winner. Yeah. They Mm. flood forward, and we are are quick on the Mm counter-attack. The problem is... Yeah, the problem is... They they work hard as well, France. Mm. The, The amount of tracking back that Mbappe does, if you look at... If you look at how PSG play compared to Messi and Neymar, is ridiculous. He presses the ball really well, and and I think that is a problem for us. That they're good, they're good both ways. I I think France this World Cup compared to even the last World Cup or the Euros, um, it's their fullbacks that I think are very very good because Hernandez, before they had like Pavard who was like did well when he scored that like quite good goal, unbelievable yeah. goal. Yeah, it? but he defensively is weak and he's quite slow. And then they also, I think, had Digne in the 2018 World Cup, who's a good player on the ball and stuff. But no, they played Hernandez. They played Hernandez. Was it Lucas Hernandez though? Or was it Theo? Theo. Because I think Theo is much better than. Lucas. Oh no, it was Lucas. It was, it Lucas, was Lucas. Yeah, but I think Theo is much better than. But Lucas. Theo's only playing because Lucas is injured now. I I don't know. I, I think he's the better brother, oh, but fair. he's faster than him, stronger than him, and better going forward. Um, 
but I, I think our wingers are going to be quite nullified by those by Kunde, who will be playing right back more than likely. I think it's a good matchup, you know. Like I went through the team because I'm a sado and sort of did like a combined eleven, and I, I it's pretty even whichever way you look at it. I think you have Larice in goal, and I think you have Walker right back and Stones, and then the other two would be the France left back and centre back. You could have mm. Fernandez and. But then the midfield, like they've they've got so many injuries, so you actually take a few of our midfielders. Who would you have as a holder midfielder if you to pick a combined team? Uh, the, if Kante was fit, I would pick Kante yeah, still over not. Declan Rice, but he's not. Um, whereas Tua Shemeni or Declan I, Rice, isn't I think it? we're yeah. better than them in in midfield. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I think, think Rabio's having actually a good tournament, but he is a awful footballer. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, but he's having a good tournament. Yeah, agreed. Tua Shemeni's been solid. Um, who is it that plays in there as well with them? Fafana comes Griezmann's on. Been playing. Griezmann plays Cam, doesn't he? Yeah. Who I think is very good. As Cam a Bingo can't get a game. As a number yeah, 10. We should yeah. have mentioned him in the yeah. best players. Should have. Have. Yeah, he always turns up for France. I think he's an unbelievable player, Griezmann. And I watched his documentary and he seems like a nice bloke. So <laughs> like him even more. So, boys, are we going? So, Ollie, you think it's 3 1 France? Bit of a mm. pessimistic view. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm not going to be disappointed. That's true. It's true. Start negative. We put a few quid on it as well, and then and then it's a win-win. It's, it's a win-win. That is not a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be so sad if you just go like four 0 down in like the first half. If that it, might happen. I'd be so crippling. If we lost, if we lost no one money, that's still a loss. I think. Mm. What, if, what about if it was a ground? Yeah. How much money would you need to offset? How much would you pay for it to take a? Um, if some if if God just contacted you now, <laughs> and just said, like a text well, message, you, like, you have to pay into this account. You have to pay into this account an amount of money. How much would you pay for a guaranteed place in the World Cup final? For mm. How much money would I pay for that? Yeah, we are Ooh. students, so this is going to be a bit skewed. Yeah, a couple meal yeah, deals. Right? Yeah, <laughs> mate, if I was a, if I pounds. had money, I'd spend <laughs> a lot, a lot of money. I do, I do think it would be good if we won. Like the the atmosphere in the country. I wouldn't put my life savings on it though, you know. Well, no. no. Well, that, but to be fair, though, I could win it back from a few good bets. You know, the uncer- if you knew we were going to win, then the uncertainty of. Yeah, part of the sort of magic of sport is that you don't know. I've had this conversation with my mate from home for quite a while. In a, in a tournament, would you rather win like every game? Like you go on, let's say England go on to win the World Cup, and every game is like from now on is like really close, and they score like a last minute winner. Or would you rather it if England won four 0 every game and walked it and well, won the World Cup? Walked it. Nah, they're close. They're close ones. See, yeah, yeah. My mate always says the close one, but I said I think just winning the World Cup is the achievement. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, so my the closest thing that I've ever been to to like a proper final with Norwich is we we won the <laughs> playoff final, <laughs> which was a final. No one cares. And we went we went two 0 up after. It's Norwich. <laughs> and this is just on the close or, or like easy win point. Yeah. We were two 0 up after thirty minutes, but no one thought we were gonna win. Like no, like it was so tense in the atmosphere until ninety minutes, and it mm. was like shit. Well, oh, my language, but yeah. Sorry we're two for that. Up. Sorry for that. We're two 0 up, and we're two 0 up. We, we're gonna win this, but mm. it, it took to like ninety minutes when it was like three minutes at a time for people to actually start celebrating. Mm. So they, even if you're winning four 0 there's always that nagging doubt in a final. Something, yeah, something, yeah, something could, happen. could happen. I think with England, I'm more confident than probably Arsenal that, like, if we do go, let's say, 2 0 up against France, 
I do think we would we would still win. I'm not win. sure, mate, because Mbappe could easily score two goals in ten minutes. He could, he could, yeah. Not with Kyle Walker on him. Not with Kyle Walker on him. Are we playing? Are we all playing a back four? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. I think I think he'd be stupid to go away from a back four if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. And the same back four, yeah, the same back four we've had the whole time. I think it's going to be interesting. Who I think he's going to play the same midfield as well. He'll play the exact same team as he did. I don't know. Game. I don't know about the front three. I don't know if he'll play Foden. Over who? Rashford. Potentially. He'll Sterling's play Saka. Sterling's still at home, isn't he? He'll play Saka no, Kane. He's come back. He's come back Sterling's now. Just come back. Oh, nice. He'll oh, play Saka Kane. I think yeah. he'll play Sterling. Yeah, I don't think he will. He loves mate. Sterling. He does, Sterling, loves Sterling, wouldn't, throw him in. Sterling wouldn't have been in training in the last couple of days. Yeah, either, true, true, true. Um, yeah, and I think Foden. I think he'll start the same, same yeah. lineup. Oli? Who's he starting? Going to Gareth Southgate's mind. Uh, in which position? That sort of left of a front three. Um, well, wait, which position are you talking about? So, do you Left reckon? Wing. Do you reckon to start Sterling or Rashford? Uh, I would start or Foden. probably or Foden, Rashford. Yeah. Seen as Sterling or, or Jack Grealish. Has Sterling gone back out? He's come back. Just, oh, really? I think earlier today. Oh right, breaking news. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'd probably go Rashford. I, I prefer Rashford over Foden as well. Oh no, I would say Foden actually. Foden. <laughs> <laughs> or Grealish. Foden no, definitely Foden. Foden. Yeah. So we're all Foden. agreed that it will be unchanged. Well, or we I'm want it to be unchanged. But I don't know because you could. I must say. No, you want Sterling, then. No. Who do you want? I want Rashford. I. So I think Foden this World Cup has been has been a bit of the good Jack Grealish. Changer. Well, he's been a bit of the Jack Grealish of the of the Euros. The sort of the hero that everyone always wants to start, but you just don't know if he's going to start. And I actually think, based on performances, it deserves yeah. to be Rashford on that left wing. Kind of agree with that. Foden, Foden in the in our last game against Senegal didn't actually have a great game. No, yeah, he scored. True. He didn't play that well. It's true. So I think based on merit, it's got to be Rashford. I still think I, though with that, like, uh, like he didn't play that well for Foden, but I think he was having a bad performance and yet he still scored and got an assist. Yeah, agreed. I mean? But I just think as well, like it, it when we play good teams, he plays pays up front. Like I always remember that game when we beat Spain, like three 0 away from home. Mm. We beat Germany, and but in both of those games, Rashford Rashford scored. Mm. You know, like and also Rashford. It's not on just that the, it's not just that Foden quick. didn't play that well. It's also that Rashford is playing really well. Yeah, yeah. he did play really well. That's true. And when and someone's in that sort of form, it's, it's difficult to leave them out. And yeah, you should, yeah, you should play them. And the left is his best position, and he hasn't even played that yet. Well, he came on, but he started on the right against. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, the last group game. So yeah, I think I think Louis, I'm going to go with you. So yeah. But I think it's going to be unchanged apart from Rashford's going to come in on the left. Boys, overall World Cup prediction. So we think England, well, three of us think England are going to go through. If we go through, we're either playing, who do we play? We play Portugal, Portugal or, or Morocco. Morocco. Who do you reckon? I would obviously rather play Morocco. Uh, <laughs> but who do you think? Who do I think Portugal will be playing? strong yeah. as well. I, th- I think we'll be playing Portugal. Portugal we'll be playing Portugal. I think I would say that France's starting eleven is really good, but off the bench, when you look at their like subs, like, attacking subs that can come, yeah, on, agreed. They're it's only lot. Kingsley Coman that's like any good. Whereas we've got so much. Depth. We've got like yeah, Grealish and Rashford or whoever starts Foden and Sterling. But I think Portugal have a lot of good subs. Oh mate, well. Portugal, I think potentially have the best squad in the tournament when you look yeah. at it. I've got a question that I would like to throw out there. 
If you had the choice to be on the other side of the draw, would you reduce? Would we? Would you swap on the Argentina no, side? Because you'd have yeah. to play Brazil. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to play. I, I prefer to be facing Brazil because I think Brazil will get to the final. Mm. Yeah, but, but everyone thinks France will get to the final as well. And we're True. Playing, so yeah, and we're going to go out. But I think France. I don't think France was <laughs> as good as Brazil. Mm. I don't know. You can never tell until they play each other. Mm. Brazil, Brazil have had some not amazing performances as well, by the way, in this World yeah. Cup. Yeah, they have lost. We're the only team not to yeah, lose. They had it completely. Oh, and Netherlands. They look like they look really good against um, South Korea. Yeah, but it was against South Korea. True. Right? Yeah, true. I think they're beating Croatia the though. On that side of the draw, yeah, Croatia don't look as good as they have done. They're and I think staged. I I think so. I think the Netherlands Argentinian game is going to be quite quite a good game at seven o'clock tomorrow. Brad's Priest, really that's on in the house, <laughs> it, will be, it will be on, yeah. yeah. I think Netherlands yeah. are going to beat them as well. Yeah, so so do you, yeah. Louis, don't you? I, I've, de- yeah. I've watched all of Argentina's games, and like most of the games as well, and I would say that they aren't a good team. I think Messi's going to put the rest of those players on his back and carry them through that game. This is the problem. If, Definitely Messi, do, if do. Messi doesn't do that, Netherlands easy. I honestly, not in terms of the way I need to phrase this is a bit weird but like when I watch them it looks like the entire time every player wants to pass the ball to Messi because obviously you would it's a bit like FIFA and I think when if you're you, pl- yeah. your team, like. I think if you're playing against that team and you stop Messi I think you stop their entire system yeah but I, I just think mate Messi against Daily Blind is a bit of a mismatch Surely mate you mean he's playing he's playing down the middle it. Messi he's playing down the middle at the moment for Argentina. Uh, but then again like Messi down the middle against the back three. I I I think Messi's more dangerous against the back three than the back four. True. Find those I, gaps. I just think Argentina's stru- like squad is weak in areas. In areas, yeah. It's like, I just think they still he, play Otamendi. At the he back. has the like he did against the USA. I think he can carry them through. Yeah, he could. He definitely can. He definitely can. I can see a Brazil Argentinian semi final. Brazil, Net- but I think either way, Brazil win that. No, boys. What, this? Brazil versus yeah. Netherlands. Do you reckon Brazil is? On that side of the group, do you reckon Brazil are in the final? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Mate, that's, st- that's still a game, though. Uh, we say this as well, and, and Argentina beat Brazil in the Copa America final, didn't they? Basically, there's a lot of very good games. I think it was, yeah. But I, I want to finish the show with your World Cup final and your World Cup winner. Who's going to be in the final? Who's going to be in? The, who's going to win it? Jansen. My realistic one. Your, your, what you actually believe, yeah. What I actually believe is it will be Brazil v France and... Uh, Brazil will win it Louis um, I think it will be Brazil v France and I think France will win it Ollie. yeah I think Brazil France <laughs> uh, I think Brazil win 3-1 uh, I genuinely think it will be Brazil versus England and I think Brazil will be us hey. score predictions uh, we're going to lose on penalties mate like the Euros Who's going to miss? Heartbreak. Okay, would you prefer that than just going out to France now? No. Yeah. Mate, that was so depressing. We went the out. The Euro, it was horrid. It was so depressing. Because you'd made an effort to go out on that day, had a few drinks while watching the game, and then we lost on penalties. Mm. And you just, <laughs> like... Word, lad. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. That's worse than just, like, killing it off now yeah, and just not and then anything. The atmosphere day. after that, and, like, it the was pub so that I was at was horrible. Yeah. yeah. But you live the dream. Yeah. It's the I hope that kills you. the final. I think that's that's the beauty of football, it's the drama. So what are you, what are you preferring? I, I would want to go to the final and lose in the final. Yeah. 
Because you get you get the glory of the quarterfinal win, the semi-final win, mm. and the hope that you. I got think a very often as well, the semi-final the win final. is better than the final win. I'll come off it. What? That's like saying the third, fourth playoff is better than yeah. the final. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> no one ever watches it's, that no game. No one wants the bronze medal. No. It's George. about no. the journey, man. It's about the journey. It's not about the journey. It's about the journey. It's not about the right, journey. so boys, I've got. Well, no, we've all got Brazil to win it. All three of you have France to beat us, and then Portugal probably. Yeah, but we've all got Brazil to win it. So yeah, let's see. Let's maybe we'll have sort of a a mini episode after the World Cup final, have a catch up, and see see where our predictions get to when we're all at home. Get gets on Zoom, record a little Zoom podcast. Mm. That'd be quite <laughs> fun, actually, boys. Um, I like it. But yeah, whilst drinking, there we go. There are there are predictions. Please, please feel free to send me some on the Instagram, George Bowman dot and dot friends. Um, send, send me your predictions and also make sure you go and download all the latest episodes and subscribe to the Spotify channel to make sure you get the latest episodes straight to your uh, chosen podcast well platform I suppose to play us out Louis you're, you're the man uh, tasked with playing us a song am I doing the song then yeah because the other two have done a song they have done a song <laughs> you're right um, George Louis can I have you never have any of my songs. I very rarely have your songs, no. And it annoys me, so... It annoys me a little bit. Call me out, let's go. Oh, yeah, should we have a bit of that? Can we have Call Me Out by Seagulls, George? Just Seagulls. to finish on a, on a nice high. Yeah, we don't have it. What's your name? All right. What about Mountain At My Gates by Foles? Is that your dad's favourite song? It is not. What was that one we heard in that charity shop? No, we don't have it, mate. Okay. Um, do you want to just What's that one we heard in the charity shop today? By Toto. Uh, who's singing? I can't remember. I was going to listen to it. I don't know. Surely they have Africa. No. Oh, that... I spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, they did. Africa by Toto. Louis. Your suggestion, mate. It's <laughs> oh, Africa by Toto. This is Africa by Toto. Make sure you tune in next week for the last week of the podcast before the Christmas break. Christmas special. Loads of Christmas songs. Goodbye. You are in. <laughs>